Hi, everybody. Stefan Molyneux from Freedom Main Radio. I hope you're doing well. Oh, my friends, I beg you to help release me from the minotaur maze of my theological confusion. The head of Duck Dynasty, uh, whose name is Phil Robertson, was uh, dismissed, uh, basically fired indefinitely from the Duck Dynasty reality show, which I think is number one on cable, because in an interview in Gentleman's Quarterly, uh, he was asked what is sinful, what is sinful for him. And he said uh, that uh, start with homosexual behavior and just morph out from there, bestiality, sleeping around with this woman and that woman and that woman and those men, uh, he said, hopefully not pointing at anyone in particular. And for this, uh, he was considered to be a purveyor of hate speech and homophobic and offensive and so on, which, of course, I can understand and kind of is offensive, but I don't know why nobody is making the completely obvious connection. So perhaps you can uh, help me out. My guess is that he's referring to Leviticus 20.13, where uh, God commands, uh, if a man lies with a male as with a woman, both of them shall be put to death for their abominable deed. They have forfeited their life. So it's not just a sin. It is a mortal crime uh, equivalent to uh, murder and so on. This is one of many things that God commands uh, the murder of uh, many people, uh, people who don't listen to priests, witches, fortune tellers. uh, If you curse your parents, uh, you are uh, put to death, the children, uh, death for adultery, right? So he says adultery is a a sin uh, in Leviticus uh, 2010. If a man commits adultery with another man's wife, both the man and the woman must be put to death. Uh, I guess if a man commits adultery with another man's husband, you just call in the Old Testament airstrike. Death for fornication, death for followers of other religions, uh, to non-believers, false, pro- false prophets, uh, God commands believers to kill an entire town, everyone in an entire town. Uh, if one person there worships another god, to kill women who are not virgins on their wedding, wedding nights, kill followers of other religions, kill people for blasphemy, false prophets, uh, infidels, uh, and so on. Now, this is mostly Old Testament stuff, which is, of course, the basis for... Christianity, Judaism, and uh, Islam, saying that Jesus came to change that doesn't really help the equation very much. Uh, Jesus said that he came to fulfill the Old Testament and to not overturn any laws in the Old Testament, so that doesn't really help too much. So when someone is accurately accurately quoting the Bible, I don't understand how Phil Robertson can be guilty of hate speech if the Bible is not guilty of hate speech, and therefore, if God is not guilty of hate speech. Again, I'm open to correction. Uh, This is just the kind of inevitable logical conclusion of this uh, this situation. Uh, If God says to kill homosexuals, then if that is murderous hate speech, then God is a murderous purveyor of hate speech, uh, because that's what he said. Uh, the, the whole point of the Bible is that it is dictated by the one and only true, eternal, uh, all-loving, hellfire-casting God. This is why people choose this God over some of the other 10,000 gods floating around the uh, human cultural landscape. And so it has to be divinely inspired. It can't just be the ravings of sun-baked Bedouin madmen uh, in the Middle East. It has to be divinely inspired. God has to have written the book, uh, dictated it to people. Because, you know, there's a whole bunch of stuff in the Bible where there are no people around. Like when God spent seven days creating everything, uh, then there were no people around for that. 
And so this had to be dictated by God. And so God is describing things that... So it has to have been dictated by God. If it was dictated by God, then logically these are the highest possible moral commandments to kill all of these people, or they're evil commandments, in which case either God is evil or God dictated incorrectly, which means he's not infallible. And this is kind of an important one. You know, this isn't like confusing directions on how to put together some tongue-tied Swedish furniture. This is, you know, life and death. This is whether you should murder people or kill people or not. So God would kind of want to get that, you know, kind of right, uh, I would assume. And so uh, if God got it right, then he can be infallible but immoral. If God got it wrong, then you can throw that stuff out as being bad moral commandments, but then God is not infallible. Because does it take more power to create the entire universe or to correct a typo uh, in something that you're dictating, right? If, I, if someone sends me a statement of my beliefs, or let's put it this way, if I, uh, if I write the statement of my moral values, send it to someone, they send it back to me after they've proofread it and have me review it and go over it and I sign it as having reviewed it and so on, and it goes out, then this must be considered a true statement of my, I wrote it to begin with and I corrected it where necessary. uh, And uh, this has to be considered a statement of my true moral beliefs. And uh, God dictates it. And then God obviously is in charge of the translations, right? Because it doesn't make any sense to say God is powerful enough to create the entire universe and to dictate his story to a person sitting in a monastery or wherever, but he won't correct mistakes in translations made by other people, right? Uh, Either he doesn't care about the truth or he doesn't have the power to correct translation errors if such errors arise, right? So none of this sort of makes much sense to me how you can get mad at Phil Robertson for quoting the deity without getting mad at the deity, right? So, and also I, I would not want to disrespect religious people by saying they don't know what's in the Bible. I mean, the Bible is not just like the Apple, you know, 53 pages of who cares. It's not some EULA for a shareware program you're trying out. This is your path to eternal damnation or eternal salvation. So I respect religious people enough to accept or believe that they know uh, what's, uh, what's in the Bible. Now, either they accept what's in the Bible, in which case they nobody who's religious can condemn Phil Robertson if you accept what's in the Bible, if they accept what's in the Bible, then they advocate the murder of all of these people, which is pretty evil, or they reject what's in the Bible, in which case they have a higher or a different moral standard, hopefully a higher moral standard than let's kill uh, unbelievers and witches and sorcerers and gay people and people who sleep around and fornicators and children who curse their parents and people who don't listen to priests and people who work on the Sabbath and, you know, everyone else who's, uh, you know, got half a pulse left. So if they reject these moral commandments then they're saying that the Bible is not the inerrant word of God, that the Bible is full of evil statements. And if the Bible is full of evil statements, then how could it have been written by an all-perfect, all-powerful deity? Again, I'm happy to be corrected on on this stuff. I just remain uh, eternally confused by this stuff. So if this man is fired for preaching from a book, what should we do with priests? 